Hi everyone. As we begin the podcast, I wanted to invite you, if it's available to you right now, to close your eyes if you feel comfortable, if you're driving or if you are busy doing things, just simply soften your gaze a little bit. And I want to invite you to take a full deep breath through your nose inside of the mouth let's do that a couple more times take a deep breath through your nose and let it out your mouth one more time take a deep breath through your nose and let it out the mouth with a big sigh out I usually like to do this to begin something that I want to find myself grounded in. So whether that is a meditation or even before to before I start to record these episodes, I normally do this practice. And it is something that I like to do to kind of ground myself to really drop into the body and feel the way that my body feels to perhaps also slow down a little bit my thinking mind and to connect to connect in this present moment and I wanted to invite you to do this with me because as I record this we are going through very difficult times in our world with conflicts and violence and heartbreak and suffering and it is easy to kind of like disassociate in these times and just be in that fight-or-flight state of being because we are consuming and we're being witness of this heartbreaking moment in our human experience So it is important for me to remind you of these practices, sometimes as simple as what we just did, taking deep deep breaths to ground, ground ourselves. It is important to keep these modalities, these practices throughout our days in these moments that it seems like we are in constant fight or flight, survival, alert states and one of the reasons why it is so important that we keep this balance that we find moments to ground ourselves to connect with things that give us moments of peace and calm and joy and hope is because we have to remember that our brain is a software is a machine is a machine that gets programmed by the states, the thoughts, and the habits that we sustain. So if we find ourselves in this moment in time where the reality of what's happening is pulling us and bringing us to this state of constant alertness, constant survival, our brains in a way are going to be programmed to stay in this state for longer than we need and longer than it's going to be beneficial for us 
So having that awareness, having that understanding that with our conscious awareness, with our intentions to find moments to bring bring the calm and the peace and the silence within, we can kind of break up this pattern of our brain and to bring it to a state of rest then we are doing us doing ourselves individually and collectively a favor this is something that we must remember we have control of the way that our brains are functioning in some levels we do not have control of what's happening outside we can help in many different ways but we do not ultimately we do not control everything that's happening so what we can control is the way in which we are choosing to experience these moments and like i said it is a very heartbreaking reality so by no means i am suggesting to bypass any of the feelings and the emotions and that are arising from this difficult time but it is also important to remember to find those moments for ourselves to do things that can bring a smile a laugh a moment of joy a moment of connection with others so that we can make sure that at least at the level of our machine the level of our brains we're doing what we can to not let let the programming of survival mode run the show because when we are in that state we are not making the best choices because we are trying to survive right we are not thinking necessarily about the others we're not even thinking about what's best for us we're just trying to survive and in that state we can really create more hurt not only for others but for ourselves as well so reminding ourselves to find these moments to connect with our hearts to connect with that energy and that hope that we have control over the way that we are experiencing these moments in time and i wanted to share an excerpt from the book start where you are a guide to compassionate living by pema shodron when you begin to touch your heart or let your heart be touched you begin to discover that it's bottomless that it doesn't have any resolution that this heart is huge vast and limitless in the beginning it might feel like sadness or a shaky feeling accompanied by a lot of fear but your willingness to feel the fear to make fear your companion is growing you're willing to get to know yourself at this deep level after a while this same feeling begins to turn into a longing to raise all the walls a longing to be fully human and to live in your world without always having to shut down and close off when certain things come along 
And I think there are so many beautiful reminders here. You know, like I mentioned before, it is only normal that we're going, that we're experiencing very difficult emotions, that we're experiencing sadness, anger, fear. I think that's, I want to start by that, is is normal. It would be actually kind of scary if we were not feeling that way. Because empathy is also the way in which we know that our hearts are connected. It's the way in which we know that as human beings, we are connected. In empathy, we feel our human family. We're reminded that when you hurt, I hurt. But it is also a good reminder to all of us that it is easier to stay in fear because it is our default, because it is our programming, because biologically we're going to tend to respond and react in that way. So it is a lot harder to face that fear, to see it as it arises, to see it as it manifests in our life, in our own experience. Where do I feel this fear? Is it in my stomach? Is it in my throat? Is it in my jaw? Is it in my head, my neck, my shoulders? Getting familiar with the way in which fear and anger and frustration and sadness manifest in our own experience is incredibly important. Because when we get to know it, then we know how to manage this sensation, this emotion. A lot of us, when we feel fear or anger, we default to respond with hurtful comments. We point fingers. We try to find reasons as to why this is happening, why you're holding this emotion. It is a lot more difficult to see fear and sadness for what it is and to just simply acknowledge the arisal of this emotion and this sensation and to live with it and just allow it to pass by our bodies. Emotions are energy in motion. So it is a sensation that perhaps is not going to stay with us for long periods of time. Sure, during this time that we're experiencing and that we're witnessing, there is this constant reminder of all of the things that are happening that could potentially keep us in a state of fear for longer periods of time. But I think this is why I go back to saying it is important that we break this cycle during our days while we're witnessing this horrible conflict. So that we can give our bodies, our minds, 
our emotions the time to process this flow of energy the thoughts are creating this energy in our bodies that are creating those sensations and those feelings but when we don't know how to really guide that energy to flow to just simply be to show up in our bodies to leave behind the information that it needs to leave behind in our bodies then we are defaulting to respond and to react and to fight and to argue and that becomes the cycle of anger sadness hurt separation disconnection So I think it is very important that in this excerpt she mentions in the beginning it might feel like sadness or a shaky feeling accompanied, accompanied by a lot of fear but your willingness to feel the fear to make fear your companion is growing because the more we befriend these feelings and these emotions that are really hard to sustain the easier it's going to be for us to just simply be containers for all of these emotions and these feelings to arise and then to let go. But if we are in constant connection with those, the information that is making these emotions and these thoughts arise, if we're doing that nonstop, it is going to be really hard to have and to find and to make time for those emotions to truly intentionally be here present. We have to create that container. We have to make time intentionally to simply notice how fear, sadness, anger shows up for ourselves. I think we can all agree that the more you know a person, then the more you know a program, a computer program, the better you can handle whatever task is at hand, right? Like if, if you have this very, um, I don't know, I'm a designer, so I use a lot of design programs. If I had a very challenging client or a challenging project to tackle, I will make sure that I know as many tools as possible of that design program that I can that that will help me execute that project in a way that is efficient and in a way that is going to be able to translate really what I want, right? So in the same way, those emotions and those sensations are part of those tools that we have in this machine that we call our bodies. The thing is that we haven't really been taught how to use these tools. So I just wanted to leave this idea here. You know, of course, um, training for to become a meditation teacher, I am biased with the modality of meditation because I truly just believe a hundred percent in the power of meditation and the container that it creates for ourselves to know ourselves better 
and to get in touch with these emotions and with these tools that we have with the machine that we were gifted with, our bodies, our minds, our hearts. But my invitation with this episode today is to perhaps find this type of modalities, whether it is meditation, yoga, Reiki, Qigong, all of these things that are here to help us move the energy, to face that energy, those emotions, to see it arise and to also see it pass by. To find practices like this so that we can really process all of these energies, we can process these emotions. Or perhaps you want to create, you want to create art, you want to connect with something that you really want to do, that you really like to do, that could be manifested in many different ways. You can paint, you can do pottery, you can do embroidery, you can maybe go out for a run. Just find those places in which you can find yourself with you with the inner part of you that has so much information, wisdom that can help you and collectively the world in this moment in time. So I really hope that you find these moments, that you find these practices and that you help in this way create a more beautiful world guided by the way of our hearts. I love you so much. Yeah.